It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Station that needs no listener behind. Welcome to Real Men of Real Estate. I'm your host, Steve Matley. Today, I am guest hosting. Uh, we are talking with three amazing guests. Some of them have been on the some of these shows before, uh, but we're revisiting, and we're going to go back and get some good expert advice on what's going on in the upcoming year, what's changing, and what you need to be aware of uh, from a professional construction manager, from a professional mortgage broker, and from an attorney. So I'm going to quickly go through and introduce who our panel is today, and we'll talk all things real estate and what we think the projections are. First up, we have Steve Temple. He's a certified mortgage planning consultant with Vintage Mortgage Professionals in Southern California. He's an economics degree from Iowa State University, an MBA from Golden Gate University. He is a skilled and knowledgeable mortgage consultant that has a 20-year proven track record of providing accurate and detailed advice to current and potential homeowners throughout the country. Uh, part of a select group of certified mortgage planning specialists, he provides and recommends strategies to his clients. Personal service and communication that he provides, coupled with his attention to detail and responsiveness, allows for the borrower to have peace of mind and confidence in home financing processes. And I've known Steve for, I'm going to say, at least 10 years, maybe even longer. Longer's Jonathan right. Preston is an attorney. He's licensed in the state of California, specializes in commercial litigation with an emphasis on construction cases. He also handles bankruptcy disputes business law and legal issues involving real estate. Uh, Mr. Preston is a former employee of American Title and has 22 years of experience handling numerous and diverse legal issues concerning real estate and property. He strives to be pragmatic as possible in order to achieve cost-effective resolutions to legal problems. And we also have Tunde Ogunwali. He is a professional construction manager on the commercial industrial sector of the industry. Um, he is one of the former hosts of Real Men of Real Estate television show. Uh, he did those shows along with me, and he has an alum of the Naval, Naval Academy in Annapolis. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. It's great to have you on Real Men of Real Estate. Thank you. Well, it's good to be here. All right, so let's get into some of this uh, discussion. Um, first off, uh, it's been an interesting year. 2022 started off with a bang and everything was going very strong. And somewhere along the way, 
we hit a bump. And by the end of the year, we wouldn't have recognized what was going on at the beginning of the year. And now we go into the next year. So some of the issues we have coming up, uh, obviously, there is inflation. There is an overall economic recession um, as defined by economic terms. There has been a slowdown in the real estate market, a tightening of capital available. And all these things are looking as, as some people think it's disaster. I personally don't think it's that bad. It's a total disaster at this point. But there's a lot of things that get people paused. Let's look at a couple of these issues. First off, inflation. Inflation is on everybody's mind. It's a big deal. Inflation is great if you've got a flat bicycle tire. It's not so good if you're trying to uh, deal with the finances right now. So let's talk about how inflation is affecting things. And first off, I want to talk with uh, Steve Temple about um, mortgages. Is, is, is inflation right now a good thing or a bad thing in your world as far as activity? Well, actually, it's a good thing if you own real estate, but if you if you don't, it's a bad thing. Um, so as far as inflation goes, people are always asking, well, hey, how come the interest rates have gone up so much? They've increased. They've nearly doubled from a year ago. And the bottom line is inflation is the arch enemy of interest rates. So the more inflation, the higher the interest rates, typically speaking. And uh, so that's why we're in the position where we are now. Um, you know, with uh, with the interest rates where they are and the inflation, but real estate's an amazing hedge against inflation. So if you own real estate, you're in a great position. Um, and as a matter of fact, I was just pulling up a study this, uh, this morning that talks about home prices over the last decade since the 70s. Home prices have either met or exceeded uh, consumer price increases. For example, in the 70s, home prices 9.9%. Consumer prices went up 7.2%, so much higher. And then uh, 80s was about the same. The 90s, uh, about a point and a, a little bit over a point higher for uh, real estate appreciation over consumer prices. And uh, 2000s was pretty much the same across the board, so very even. Um, and in the 10s, 4.9% for home prices versus one8 for consumer prices. And then the last two years, of course, you know what's happened with real estate. We've got 12% nationwide appreciation over consumer increase of 3%, which is, which that's going to increase now because of inflation. Um, but real estate is just a great hedge against inflation. Yeah, interestingly enough, that except for the last downturn in the um, early mid 2000s, which was very much caused uh, by not by real estate, but probably by lending practices in real estate, funding issues in real estate. If previous uh, recessions, historically, real estate has gone up. The real estate market has boomed when the economy is in a recession. And I think, is that is that probably because it's a hedge against the inflation? Um, I'd say, say yes, but it's more of what is happening during that time. For example, uh, during a recession, interest rates drop. And it's typical year after year that that happens. And so, um, you know, if you're like most people here, we think here in the next year or so, we're going to go deep into a recession and they're going to have to drop the interest rates to stimulate the economy. And when you drop the interest rates, more people then can afford to buy, more people uh, feel it's the right time to buy. And then there's more demand for real estate. And so then values will go up again. Um, so let's say, look at some other angles here. Um, when you have inflation um, and you have long-term contracts, I work in a business, we're in real estate, 
and we do long escrows. We, we throw projects into under contract for two years plus sometimes while we, while we, it's land, land deals. Uh, so I'm going to throw this out to Jonathan. Um, it, with, with inflation being a factor right now, um, how's that affecting terms and contracts? Is, is that a consideration right now? It's a very serious consideration. If you are a developer, you're not going to want to bid on a project using prices on today's dates. If you know that the project's not going to begin for another six months or one year. So you're going to want to uh, have cl clauses in your contract that allow you to adjust uh, basic uh, pricing based on current uh, CPI levels at the time of the actual purchase of the material. And so uh, developers are, are skittish about uh, entering into long-term deals on a fixed price at today's dates. It's just not good, good business. So now if we're looking at adjustable prices in the contract. That makes it very difficult to estimate a final cost. Okay, so I'm going to throw this over to Tunde because I know he works in this realm of, of the world. Um, how do you how do you budget a project if there's if there's uh, potential for price escalations in the project that you can't possibly know what they're going to be because of supply chain issues or inflation? Yeah, it's a great question, and I think there's a lot of different strategies that different owners and developers use. Sometimes they have an initial uh, guaranteed maximum price where you try to bracket mm -hmm. what you think the initial cost is going to be. And as was discussed earlier, um, sometimes you want to come back to and re review what your underwriting and what your budgeting has been um, as, as time goes by, whether you review it on a monthly basis or you review it more frequently than that, try to check in to see how, how the market conditions are. Um, one of the things that's kind of talked about, we often talk about inflation and basically in economic terms, it's too many dollars chasing too few goods. And for those mm -hmm. uh, who've been in construction over the last 18 months, they've seen construction pricing go up so rapidly. You'd see 1%, 2% per month increases. So in some ways, a lot of the things that we're seeing the Fed do in terms of staving inflation by increasing the interest rates is to slow down that rate of increase so that there is a little bit more stability in pricing. So the hope would be as we move through 2023, that the costs that have rapidly gone up so high in many, uh, you know, material goods and the cost of construction that'll start to stabilize so that there's a bit more clarity. Um, so that's just something for uh, the viewers to really kind of pay attention to is that there's a benefit to seeing um, some of the price stability become a little bit more clear by slowing down some of that action. Um, and then there's obviously a bunch of different terms, whether you bulk buy and procure certain long lead items in advance, if you know that you're going to develop. In the case of those people who work in uh, large scale projects, that's one strategy is to buy the materials spot prices today. If you feel like you've got enough uh, confidence in what your underwriting is and what your capital stack is offering, um, that's one way to kind of control and moderate it or to continue to have those negotiations with vendors, suppliers, general contractors, uh, so that you could update your budget and possibly get some uh, you know, uh, price discounts in the future if you're delaying some of the development activity. So uh, we're gonna go to a break pretty short, but I wanna uh, throw this out there. We can think on this and then come back and talk about it afterwards. Price is one piece of the puzzle when we're talking about um, purchasing uh, homes or building developments. Uh, time is the other issue. 
Uh, there's the price, the period, and the performance are kind of the three big things in a contract. And so the time is an issue that I see coming in as well because we've had supply issues. Um, I know, um, for example, um, visited my mother and she needed a new dishwasher. Uh, Bosch dishwashers are nine to 10 months out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's chip issues and those type of things. Uh, they just can't get them. Uh, plastics are in short supply right now. Um, so those kind of things going on. So where construction has always been just in time has always been the way we want to do things. Uh, as you just said, Tunday, that's probably not going to happen right now. We're looking at bulk buying and storing stuff. So as we go to the break, I want you to think about uh, how timing is affected on these things. And we'll come back and pick that up on the other side, because that's, I think, another thing that, that's that's an issue right now. Uh, this is Real Men of Real Estate. I'm your host, Steve Matley. We are with Steve Temple, Tunde Ogunwale, and Jonathan Preston discussing what is changing this year and what we can and look forward to. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Don't move. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group, supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections, hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development, social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. FireUp Connect, helping success stories unfold every day. Estate. Men of Real Estate Radio Show here on KCAA. Oats mortgages can be purchased. All of us want to live in thriving communities. Basically, go to the radio station KCAARadio.com. You can find us on your dial at 102.3 FM, 10:50 AM, as well as 106.5 FM. Welcome back to Real Men of Real Estate. I'm your host, Steve Matley. Today, we're talking with Jonathan Preston, attorney at law, Ogunwale. He is a um, vice president of development in construction management, and Steve Temple, who is a mortgage broker. And we've been talking about kind of what's changing in the first segment. We focused a little bit on inflation and, and how that was affecting different things in the real estate and development and construction. So we kind of teased before the break about the time issue. Um, Tunde, I want to pick up kind of where we left off with that. Um, Are are we looking at um, bid bonds and supply bonds and those kind of things being a thing right now in order to make sure we have what we want when we need it at a certain price? That's a great question. Bonding, so you have the security of being able to get the materials when you need them or some type of surety uh, is something that people are starting to investigate Mm -hmm. if they haven't before and as a normal course of business. Uh, I touched on the idea of bulk purchasing or making orders in advance. Uh, we, you know, we're 
uh, all calling in from California. And we all know that there's a green movement in terms of trying to uh, have more things. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Electric and uh, what's interesting about that is being able to get switch gear, panel gear, et cetera, can take almost a year. And so sometimes you got to order that stuff now, even when you're not quite sure all the deep dot, I's have been dotted and T's have been crossed in order to be able to make sure that those goods come in time for your uh, rehab and your value add project or, or new development. And so there's different ways that people are addressing the time factor with some of the supply chain delays that we've experienced over the last year or so. Uh, so bonding is one element, ordering up front is another element, and really getting creative on, do you have other sources of material that could be used as an alternate for what you'd normally got? And I think a lot of people are doing that in their home, uh, home life in terms of, are you getting the same goods that you got at home as you did before when you don't maybe have the same SKUs available to you, or do you have an alternate source of supply? Okay, and Jonathan, with that comes up some other issues. So there's some risk with that. Uh, if we're going to buy stuff early, uh, supplies and those kind of things, that means there's risk. Uh, there's cost for storage, and there's risk when we have things before we need them because they can be damaged, lost, stolen, uh, go out of date, different things like that. What what can we do to mitigate some of those risks uh, legally if, if we're up against doing things differently than we've done in the past? Well, the obvious thing is to ensure as much as you can of the material uh, which is not as easy as it seems. Uh, buying insurance to store materials that are not going to be used is not something that is uh, regularly given by a lot of insurance brokers. Uh, there's probably products out there. I'm just not an expert in this field, but that's that's one option. And what Tunde mentioned is essentially, um, in legal terms, we often refer to it as a performance bond. Mm-hmm basically a bond to guarantee that certain things will be completed and they're very common in uh, public works projects um, as well as larger developers will will come will uh, demand them and um, what I'm seeing as far as delays is a lot of pent-up demand based on COVID is finally starting to release and, and that's causing a shortage in labor which contributes to problem and development and uh, it's really a function of whether your developer has a, a, an effective labor pool to draw from is, is something that you have to look out for. If you're gonna hire a subcontractor, you wanna make sure that they can properly man up a job nowadays. Okay, so so that, so there's a risk there. And so you're talking about transferring risk through contract terms initially. You transfer you your can. risk as an owner to the general who probably transfers them over to the subcontractors. Okay. And, and, they, and that transfers the risk of not being able to staff a project and also the risk of having to acquire materials that may or may not be available for a long time and, and prices that may change. Yes. So terms and conditions is what we're talking about in contracts. Very yeah, terms, and terms and conditions that, that just were not in use a few years ago was right. not, okay. not an issue. So, so the boilerplate contracts that we were using for the last 10 years may not be adequate right now. Is that correct? That is correct. 
Okay. Um, so let's go jump back over to the funding side because now, Steve, I know you do mostly mortgages, but um, I'm sure you're familiar with some of the funding that comes with construction loans and those type of things. Those are related. Um, do you see um, do, do you see these um, these factors coming into how how you're structuring uh, the loan products, uh, the timing on the loan products, interest rates on the loan products? Um, because of timing issues, because of the risks that are involved in projects. As far as the funding uh, of mortgages, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, mortgages. And I know there's also, I know you don't do the construction loans, but it's kind of somewhat closely related to your role. Yeah, well, on the on the residential side, there's construction loans versus commercial. And those are really sort of two different products. On the, on the residential side, um, the construction of PERM loans uh, follow suit with all our traditional mortgages that we have on our side. And the funding is never really a problem. Uh, in the current marketplace, um, you know, the majority of the funds come from the bond market, the mortgage-backed securities bond market traded at Wall Street, and usually through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So on our side of things, the funding's fairly solid and secure. Um, certainly in 2008, during the, the big challenges we had there, there was a lot of funding challenges. Uh, um, a, lot of, a lot of the funding was done through private entities and private institutions, and a lot of that just totally collapsed at that time due to what had happened then, which was a real anomaly, anomaly over the last 50 years. Um, but otherwise, uh, today on our side of things right now, funding is very stable and, and uh, very available on the residential side. All right, it's good news. People just may have to uh, add in a little more cost for longer term loans because it may take them longer to get things done. And obviously the clock's ticking from the day you take that money out, it, it's it's adding up on you, especially- Yeah, when it comes from a cost standpoint and timing for, for the consumer or the one to four unit investor that we focus on, um, it's just a matter of, uh, does it make sense at this time for the investor? Does it make sense as a property cash flow? If it's negative, can you withstand that? Um, to whatever your forecast is for a rate drop or or uh, the rents to increase uh, to make that project make sense. Okay. Uh, now, one thing that uh, Jonathan mentioned, and I want to throw this over to Tunde, is that the labor issue. There is, there is in fact, a labor shortage. Um, it's pretty severe. It was severe when things were booming. And you would think, oh, well, things are supposed to be slowing down now. That's getting better. And it's not. Uh, there, is a, there is a shortage of management. There's a shortage of skilled labor in virtually every trade. And that's affecting things. So Tunde, on your end of things, since you're managing uh, larger projects, how are you seeing the uh, staffing issues right now on projects? Well, it is a challenge for sure. I mean, I think a, a lot of skilled labor and covering different trades has been challenging uh, in, in many different uh, many different trades. Uh, so one of the challenges that uh, the ways that people are approaching the challenges ha are having a little bit more detailed conversations with your subcontractors and your vendors to figure out what the labor looks like uh, and determine whether or not you've got to extend your construction durations to account for the fact that you may not have the stable uh, performance and ability to compete crews to move things more efficiently. So that's something that we're we're definitely observing that. Um, I think Jonathan mentioned in the previous sec sector that there is a bit of conservatism that a lot of developers are applying in terms of, you know, do we need to develop now or can you postpone so that there's some time to heal, so to speak, and have more of the crews available, be able to 
evaluate your capital stack and your terms to move forward. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a challenge in terms of uh, balancing the time element and the cost element with the labor challenges. And, you know, think about what a lot of people went through that they're working remote. So in construction where it's a very physical mm -hmm. activity, it's challenging to give people the skills that you would need to be efficient and competent and balancing that on developments has been uh, an area that we've definitely seen in commercial real estate. Construction is interesting because it's, it's an institute process. Um, so what that means is the workers have to go to the dirt. They have to go where the site is. Number two, you can't outsource it. You can't send the real estate to China, have it built and bring it back. It doesn't work that way. It's got to be where the dirt is. And uh, you also have an issue of, if it's outside work. We've had some severe weather issues. Um, this last year has been pretty a wild ride with hurricanes, tornadoes, ice storms, and uh, blizzards, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Even Christmas week was insane. And obviously that hurts things. So all that added up because the nature of what construction is, um, I, th I think affects a lot of these things. And it's hard to find uh, the labor. I, I, we can't get too deep into all the reasons for that. I have a lot of opinions on where we've gone wrong with trade school and shop classes and all kinds of other stuff in our whole culture. But that's a that's a different discussion for a different time. But but it is where we are. There is there is a definite shortage of uh, willing uh, trained people to work in construction, which is affecting the timing. And we've kind of talked about where that what that already does uh, contract wise and those type of issues and projects um, and it does affect the cost on a project too the longer a project takes the more money it takes to keep the project going because the loan is out there because there's risk you're paying insurance on this stuff and and there's risk because there's also in most public sector projects there's damage clauses and contracts so uh, it, it can be very dicey um, and the next segment what I want to get into is exactly what you alluded to and that is the tendency to want to slow things down a little bit if you're in the development and construction side of what that means. Um, but um, for the balance of this segment, I just want to um, kind of finish up on on timing and, and what that means um, um, from, a, from a legal and a practical standpoint. So as construction managers, um, we're always taught delay is disaster, go, 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 get it done yesterday. Um, is that still the right mantra or has that changed? Because that's what was embedded into my head as a yeah, I'll open up and maybe Jonathan and Steve, feel free to chime in. But I would say that there is a little bit more of a, can we be thoughtful here? Can we dot our I's and cross our T's and maybe find better talent, uh, whether it's contractual talent or whether it's construction talent to bring to bear? Um, there is some of that. And I would say that that's probably a, a bit of a theme in 2023 is that we're all pivoting to thinking through, hey, what's the right way to do this? And can we approach it a little bit differently? Uh, now that things are slowing down in the world, can we use that time to be a little bit more strategic and thoughtful? Great. We're going to take a short break. We come back. We're going to pick up where we left on that and, and talk about uh, should we be slowing the pace down? I'm Steve Matley, your host for Real Men of Real Estate. We're talking with Steve Temple, Tunde Ogunwale, and Jonathan Preston today. We'll be right back. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort-style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, 
Don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. Hello, welcome to Fire Up Connect. Are you a small business owner? Do you lack the resources to manage your business? Is visibility and brand awareness a top priority for you? Fire Up Connect is a community of small business owners. We help our members find the right connections and the right resources to help them be successful. This isn't your typical business networking group. Members of Fire Up Connect are innovative, driven, and all about building long-lasting relationships. We work to identify your goals and understand what it is you do and how we can help you brand yourself and your business. Fire Up Connect is about creating business opportunities, community projects, educational sessions, and live seminars to help implement effective marketing programs for our members. Fire Up Connect helps members gain validation in their businesses, learn what challenges similar business leaders are facing, and access to subject matter experts on how to overcome these challenges. Fire Up Connect offers opportunities for organic exposure through our many marketing events, programs, and projects. There are four colors that make up Fire Up Connect. Yellow represents the back office and services available to Fire Up Connect members. Red represents Fire Up Connect's marketing and advertising resources, such as TV shows, radio, magazine book publication, and movie projects. Green represents Fire Up Connect's referral system, tracking incentives, and blue represents FireUp Connect's donation, fundraising, and scholarship programs. FireUp Connect members have access to monthly business sessions, price discounts on affiliated companies, and all FireUp Connect programs, book publications, published articles for your business, access to FireUp Connect scheduled webinar events, a photo shoot session, and a video production. Join us for our annual FireUp Live seminars and gain valuable connections in the FireUp community and boost your business. We believe in your business. We believe in what you do. At FireUp Connect, we believe in you. Join us for our annual FireUp Live seminars to gain, discover, and get fired up. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group. Supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections. Hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including, inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development, social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. FireUp Connect, helping success stories unfold every day. Estate. Men of Real Estate Radio Show here on KCAA. Oats mortgages can be purchased. All of us want to live in thriving communities. Basically, go to the radio station KCAA Radio.com. 
You can find us on your dial at... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 102.3 FM, 1050 AM, as well as 106.5 FM. Welcome back to Real Men of Real Estate. I'm your host, Steve Matthews. Today, we are talking with Tony Ogunwale, Steve Temple, and Jonathan Preston. And we are looking at different perspectives on what is changing and what to expect and how we want to react to, to how things are changing right now. And we talked about uh, inflation. We talked about interest rates. We talked about uh, the pace of things, supply shortages, labor shortages. And all that seems to culminate when we, where we left off with maybe the answer is to slow things down. And and this is something that's, for me, coming out of a construction management background, out of a developer's background, you never want to slow things down. We, we always said delay is disaster. This, you know, But right now, it may be the prudent thing to do to actually slow things down and stretch things out and make things go slower. Um, Jonathan, does that create um, any, any legal quagmire we need to be aware of where we're trying to actually pace ourselves and slow things down as opposed to push, push, push and get everything through like we used to. Yes. Uh, well, mainly what I wanted to mention was is slowing down really is a question about the market. Uh, if the market can sustain the, the homes that are going to be purchased or, you know, in an in adequate, if interest rates are too high and it's causing a, a month and a half uh, to two, three month escrow, which is unusual, then that's something that a developer has to consider. Yeah. But as far as your question about what does it do for a, from a legal perspective? Uh, the, if a contract gives a developer, say, six months to complete one phase of a subdivision, he has to meet that, especially if he's under contract with a homeowner to provide uh, a certificate of occupancy with a, within a specific time frame. If he does not, he could be liable or a homeowner could pull out of the uh, purchase. A lot of problems could develop by that. And so, the question for the de the developer really is, is am I going to be finished in this time frame that I've already preset in the contract? And will the um, the city work with me adequately to make sure that I can get my inspections done, get this home finished and, and get an occupancy permit on time so that I can enter into escrow and close this appropriately? And, and what I see is, is that developers are skittish on this and they, they want additional time. Um, so what a six month construction project now turns into one year. Um, even backyard projects used to take just three months. I've seen them going over a, you know, a year to complete a swimming pool, which is ridiculous, but this is a common occurrence nowadays. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but homeowners are, can either decide to be patient or they can try and pull out, uh, which is rare, but uh, that does happen. So. It's, it's just a difficult thing for a developer to foresee the future um, on how this project's gonna go down. But he has to make sure that he can reasonably perform within a specified time frame. And um, if it go, goes over one or two months, you know, most homeowners will probably stick it out and, and still wanna complete the purchase. But if it goes on for another six months to a year, forget it. 
you're going to have uh, homeowners wanting to go elsewhere. Okay, if there's somewhere else to go, and then that's that's exactly. a good question, because there's there's a low inventory of existing homes out there, and there's very few new homes being built right now, and that creates a real pinch. Uh, I, I thought interesting you mentioned um, kind of the long sales escrows and the fact that it could be contractually obligated to finish within a certain time frame. But I would guess that that those terms in the contracts will start changing pretty quickly. That's correct. And and homeowners will have to be ready to whether they have to to rent a place in between Airbnbs or extended stays or whatever it is waiting for certificates of occupancy. And I think there's another issue that comes in here, and that is agencies having jurisdiction or, or short staff right now, too. So trying to get you mentioned approvals, so plan checks, permits, um, entitlement approvals. They're not fully staffed um, departments these days, and and you have a lot of not only understaffed, a lot of them, a lot of the more experienced retired out during the pandemic, and so you have a lot of more green people in there. And that's, that's not a knock on them; it's just they just they're newer, they're younger, they just don't know. Uh, so, uh, Tanya, are you seeing that as an issue in your projects? Is there is there issues with the agencies having jurisdiction right now? Oh, I'm laughing because you're describing what it was like uh, over the last couple of years, where you. Uh, you had the shock of everybody working from home and many public agencies were used to going into the office. So it was challenging kind of going to a remote world and doing an intake and trying to get permits and figure out if you can get people on site. And uh, during that time, some people did, uh, some more seasoned people at the different agencies did retire or they decided to focus on other things and work. And so they work part time. So. Uh, definitely have seen many jurisdictions not only uh, have staffing challenges in terms of experience, but, um, you know, uh, public agencies aren't necessarily known for speed and efficiency. And I think that that's uh, gotten a little bit slower. Uh, and that's probably pretty common in uh, a lot of places, not just in California, but outside of California. One of the one of the topics that I thought maybe connects this is, you know, as a construction manager, we talk about the time the cost and quality. That's kind of the triangle, the time, the cost, the quality. You can get two sides of the triangle. The other one's gonna be a little bit challenging. So if you want good quality at a low, lower price, then it's gonna take more time and, and vice versa. And so I think that's one of the things that um, all of us kind of in the construction management development are, are thinking about that triangle. Where, which side of the triangle can we uh, do without and, and very few want to give up quality and when when it comes to having uh, labor issues and then supply chain issues it's you, you tend to need some more time to be able to do that or you're willing to spend more money to get people to focus on your project versus something else so anyway those are a couple ideas there yeah I have, I've also seen this not just agency of the jurisdiction the utility companies have been shorthanded and I've seen projects that were held up on their certificates of occupancy because they couldn't get the power hooked up they just couldn't get the utilities done because there's nobody to do it uh, or as you mentioned the, the equipment's not available because it's not just the equipment on your construction site it's the equipment the utility company has to install to connect to especially if you're doing new developments and so that that becomes a problem too uh, which most people haven't planned on all right. Um, so, uh, Steve Temple, if if are, are you seeing people wanting to pace things and slow down a little bit right now um, in your world as people are pulling loans? Do you see them backing away, uh, or do you see um, more aggressiveness as perceived home prices are supposedly coming down? Although I haven't seen a lot of evidence. 
Yeah, no, that's a good question. And uh, we get the full spectrum there. Um, you know, we, we're pricing more of cautiousness. You know, um, some people talk to their friends and family and they say, oh, no, wait, the crash is coming. Um, and so I, I think a lot of people just don't have all the right information. It's good to be cautious. But I certainly don't see a 2008 happening is for very different reasons. Back then, there was abundance of homes. We still have a shortage of homes nationwide, especially here in California. Um, and, and the business has slowed down, certainly, but it's not a 10-month supply of homes. It's gone from several days of homes seven months ago to maybe four or five months. That's sort of a normal marketplace, actually, uh, for the supply of homes and how long it takes to sell a typical Usually about six-month market is, is mm -hmm. kind of normal, I think, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And so, and they say that, you know, six months is a, a, is really the market where it becomes a, goes from a seller's market to a buyer's market. And we we're shifting, we're sort of balanced right now. Um, and uh, it's, it's really a good time for buyers to buy because especially over the last two years, you can put an offer there's maybe 20 other offers. You're competing with all these other offers and cash and, and just a struggle to get your offer accepted. Now you've got a little time, you know, you can look, there's some great homes on the marketplace right now. Um, great time to buy. Um, but the hesitancy comes from people, uh, two areas. One is people who currently own a house and there may be super low interest rate. And they're wondering, well, if we upgrade, cause we want to upgrade, we need a bigger house, growing family or whatever, our payments going to go up significantly because the rates can be higher than what we have today. So that's the hesitancy with those people. But the first time buyers, uh, some of them have hes hesitancy because of, of their fearing that's gonna drop. And I don't see any big drops. We might have a little bit of adjustment nationwide, maybe a little bit. Um, matter of fact, I was looking at this Freddie Mac, I was looking at a report today, Freddie Mac predicts a 0.2% decrease, 0.2, so that's almost nothing. Fannie predicts a little bit higher drop, but then I was looking at the Mortgage Bankers Association, they're saying a soft market, you know, the first uh, half or first quarter into the second quarter this year, but they're saying by the end of the second quarter, they're expecting things to to increase again with uh, property values because they're anticipating rates dropping and more people wanting to get into the market. Yeah, I think a lot of things that mortgages have slowed down. Well, well, refinances are, are out because if you have a 2% interest, why would you go refinance to anything else? Uh -huh. uh, secondly, um, interest rates are not high right now. Historically, if, if you're looking at the last 10 years, they are. But if you're looking at the last 50, they're they're still on the low side. You know, if no, it in 2002, yeah, in 2002, we were right where we're at today. Yeah, exactly. So it depends how long you want to stretch that trend line out to. And then we also have to always remember um, clickbait headlines are not necessarily all that accurate um, because that's what sells that's what sells uh, papers and social media clicks and those type of things is the is the astounding uh, headlines so we have to keep that in mind and i think you're right there is a there's still historic shortage of inventory out there and we're not really building anything and with that not changing the population keeps growing we still need people need a place to live and i think you're right now i would also say that because people don't may be hesitant to to sell the place they're in now and buy a new one because it would change the loan that means the tendency may be to add on uh 
do some construction, but then we run into the problems we've talked about with, with Dundee already, which is we don't have supplies and we don't have labor and that's a problem too. And that's so, a real problem if I can add. I, I just sat down uh, this last Saturday, some clients of ours up in Simi Valley, we've known for a long time and uh, same thing. They wanted to get a larger home, some place that we could bring mom in to live with them. And they just realized, nah, you know, we've got such a great deal on our jumbo loan right now. We don't want to do that. But how about adding on, add on a second mortgage or whatever to create the funds to to fund that. And uh, I learned from them that up there, it's it it's impossible for permitting. He says it will take two years up there. Mm-hmm. They can't get a contractor to call them back. And they've talked to other people and they say contractors come and they never come back. So there's a real challenge with that too. All right, we're gonna have to uh, go to a break and we'll be coming back. We're gonna wrap this up and get a final thought from everybody. This is Steve Matley, your host for Real Men Real Estate. I'm with Jonathan Preston, Tunde Ogunwale and Steve Temple. We'll be right back after this. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort-style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group. Supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections. Hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including, inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development, social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. Fire Up Connect, helping success stories unfold every day. Estate. Men of Real Estate Radio Show here on KCAA. Oats mortgages can be purchased. All of us want to live in thriving communities. Basically, go to the radio station KCAARadio.com. You can find us on your dial at 102.3 FM, 10:50 AM, as well as 106.5 FM. Welcome back to Real Men of Real Estate. I'm your host, Steve Matley. Today, we are with Jonathan Preston, Steve Temple, and Tundi Ogunwale. And I want to go around and get some final thoughts. We've covered a lot of ground today. We talked about interest rates. We talked about supply chain issues. We talked about labor shortages. We talked about um, mortgages. We talked about risk issues, contracts, timing, um, getting permits, getting inspections, getting utilities hooked up, all these different things. And all this is is in the light of what is changing now versus where we were a year ago and what's maybe going to happen in the next 12 months. So let's go around the table and get some final thoughts. I'm going to start with Jonathan Preston. Jonathan, what, what are uh, your final thought you can share with our uh, listeners? today? Well, the first and foremost, I think the most important thing any developer needs to do is, is revisit their contracts. Take a look at what you've been using and make sure they apply in today's world. 
you need uh, certain out clauses that allow you to adjust pricing. You need to look at your completion deadline language to make sure that you have appropriate language that allows you to get extensions that are appropriate if something like a, a labor shortage occurs, which will occur. Uh, most clauses such as old acts of God, you know, rain delays, those don't really cut it in today's world. You can't argue, and there's certainly not any strikes going on, so you can't delay projects based on the old language in your uh, in your contract. So that's my that's the main thing I wanted to bring to, to light today is to really look at what you're using. Okay, and and because most people want to use those boilerplates, there's boilerplate contracts that come from uh, different associations, and and those are all standbys. But I think you want to run it to your attorney and say, what do we need to add? What do we need to revise? And what do we need to change? Using this as a basis in order to keep it up to date. Yes. All right, and and again, I'm always an advocate to go to the experts. Um, Steve Temple, uh, what are your final thoughts? Well, I'd like to just say that hey, now in the next six months might be. The perfect time actually for those to buy a house who haven't been in the market before because it's going to be a lot easier to find a house that you really like uh, without a lot of competition and get into the house or investors because uh um you know when you're investors sometimes you're competing because sellers only want to sell the owner occupants so it might be a great time for that there's a term called uh marry the house date the rate and so basically what that's saying is, hey, if the opportunity exists that you find that perfect house today, you might want to marry that house right now and put a ring on it um, because you always have the opportunity later as rates you know go up and down, there's going to be those opportunities, highly likely in the near term, that those are going to drop and you're going to be able to refinance and lower your rate and lower your payment. So um, this just might be the, the perfect time for a lot of people out there to, um, to get some property. Okay, follow Beyonce's advice and put a ring on that thing. Got it. Okay. And um, next six months, good time to buy. And that's not what we're hearing from a lot of people. But again, as Warren Buffett always says, do the opposite of what the crowd is telling you to do, and you'll probably be in pretty good shape. I also want to add to that, Steve, that because interest rates are an issue, if you're a cash buying investor, now is probably the time to go out because you don't have a lot of competition. A lot of people that can't compete if they've got to get a higher interest loan and cash doesn't care about it. Well, the thing about cash, though, you're eroding your buying ability by just sitting that's on true. that cash in a high inflationary market. So why not convert that to real estate that's going to appreciate over time? Because real estate always appreciates over time. Yeah. In Southern California, real estate has about doubled every 15 years like clockwork since the end of World War II. It goes up and down in between, but that's been the long-term trend. Mm -hmm. And there's other markets like that. Probably not true in Upper North Dakota, but there's a lot of markets that it does. All right, Tunde, what are your final thoughts? You know, in 2023, when you hear people talk about the slowdown of activity, it's really an opportunity to kind of speed up your ability to pivot. You know, we talked earlier about the labor shortage. What that means is that there's a need and a strong demand for skills in the construction trades specifically. Um, when you think about the grid, there's opportunities for a lot of the investor-owned utilities and uh, the other utilities uh, to find talented folks who can help power up these facilities. So there's a lot of opportunities that are uh, emerging and overlooked. Um, and so this is a great time for people to kind of think through where do they want to be at the end of this year, next year, the years ahead, and see this is a great opportunity to kind of step into that. 
uh, from a personal uh, standpoint of jobs. There's a lot of jobs that are emerging that may be a bit overlooked for many years. Uh, when it comes to deals, uh, we've talked about the fact that there are deals um, that are in motion and revisiting the terms that are in those deals and seeing if you could strengthen them, expand, uh, extend the time a little bit so that you could uh, figure out how to seize the opportunity when you get your capital stack together. Uh, that's a wonderful opportunity that's presenting itself over the next 6, 12, 18 months. Fantastic. So um, we go back and look at this. We want to revisit our contracts. And if we have boilerplates and templates, go back and update those things and contact your attorney and figure out how to put out clauses in for time, money, extensions, those type of things. Uh, next six months may be the best time to buy. And uh, if you've got cash, it's a great time to strike. Um, and interest rates probably won't drop a lot in the very near future. Uh, and as Dundee said, you want to speed up your pivot. There are skills needed. It's a great time to go back and learn something new. Learn an electronic skill. Learn a, if you want, if you have a tendency towards the trades and you're a young person, now's a great time to go and do that. Very high paying, very high demand right now. And deal terms, you're right. Uh, look at your deal terms. Okay, so uh, Jonathan, if people want to get hold of you, how do we contact you? Uh, they can get a hold of me at my office number is 951-461-2500. My website is uh, jrplawoffice.com, jpreston at jrplawoffice.com. Okay, jrplawoffice.com. Um, and then Steve Temple, we want to get a hold of you. How do we do that? You can reach me direct at 951-695-0905. Um, or the email is steve, S-T-E-V-E, at vintagemortgage.com. VintageMortgage.com. Steve at VintageMortgage.com for Steve Temple. And Tunde, uh, how do we get hold of you if people want to follow up with your information? If you want to follow up with me, I'm uh, pretty easy to find. Tunde Ogunwale, T-U-N-D-E, Ogunwale, O-G-U-N-W-O-L-E, phone number 310-433-6929. All right, and you're on LinkedIn as well, right? I'm on LinkedIn. Feel free to uh, send me a message. Fantastic. And I'm Steve Matley, your host, by the way. A shameless plug, I also work at New School of Architecture and Design. I run a construction management program. And as Tunday said, you want to develop those skills. I run an undergraduate degree and I want to I run a one-year master's degree completely asynchronous online in construction management. If you're looking to move up to a higher level and become like Tunday and be a vice president instead of just being a middle manager somewhere, it's a great time to do that, especially if things are slowing down a little bit. I'm Steve Matley, your host. This is Real Men of Real Estate. And we will see you next week on this show on KCAA. And until we come back next week, go try do something different. KCAA and KCAA Internet Television, the station that leaves no listener and no viewer behind. The Village Mud wants to remind pet owners of the importance of spaying and neutering. Shelters overflow with unwanted pets. Spaying and neutering helps prevent this and has many health benefits too. That message courtesy of the Village Mud at 66.5 East Foothill Boulevard in Claremont for self-serve pet wash tubs and high-end food and treats for dogs and cats featuring natural and raw. Call the Village Mutt, 909-624-3020, and like them on Facebook.
It's that time of year again. No, not the holidays. Medicare open enrollment. And if you have questions about Medicare, you should talk to the local experts. Paul Barrich and Associates. Paul and his agents are certified with plans that are accepted by most of the medical groups in our area. Call 909-793-0385. Their services are free. And after 41 years in the business, their agents are trained to help you pick the plan that's right for you. Hi, Dr. Marissa here. You know me as the Asian Oprah and the host of my weekly talk radio TV show called Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa. And I have some great news. I just got told I have the morning slot here at KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind every Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. So I can't wait to talk at you so that you know your birthright to be happy 88% of the time. Tune in to KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time to this time in 1975, looks like Frankie Valley is back with a revised Four Seasons they just scored with a top five single a few weeks ago called Loves You and are about to release another single called December 63, Oh What a Night. Oh, what a night. Late December back in 63. What a very special time for me. As I remember what a night. And from this time in 1957, Art Carney says he will terminate his role on the CBS TV Jackie Gleason Variety Show at the end of this season, 1957. Art Carney wants to do other things, but he'll reprise his role as Ed Norton sometime in the 1960s. You work in a sewer. What possible business could you conduct? Could you possibly write off in your apartment? I practice in a bathtub. And from this time in 1971, ABC TV debuts The Smith Family, starring Henry Fonda as a cop. Henry Fonda is the latest vet movie star jumping to the small screen. He can also be seen as spokesperson for the Talking Viewmaster on TV commercials. The GAF Talking Viewmaster's fun. It'll keep your kids quiet for hours. <laughs> With more at manfromyesterday.com. It's time to shop in the cool, relaxed comfort of the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands, conveniently located on the I-10 freeway between the Alabama and Tennessee exits. Bring the kids, too, and watch them play in the only indoor fun center, High Five Indoor Playground, where parents are welcomed on the playground. Birthday celebrations are encouraged, so make plans for some great fun at the mall. More reasons why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. You've eaten lots of great food and not so great food at restaurants. Cowboy Burgers in Fontana and now on Arlington and Riverside will fast become one of your favorites with their delicious mouth-watering burgers and breakfast burritos. Cowboy Burgers and Barbecue also serves fantastic smoked barbecue baby back ribs, tri-tip, chicken, pulled pork sandwiches, as well as lunch and dinner plates. Everything is made from scratch, including their delicious side dishes like coleslaw, potato salad, barbecue beans, and much, much more. Check out their rich, decadent chocolate brownies. Hi, I'm food critic Alan Borgen, and you can dine in, take food out, or have them cater your next special event. 
I highly recommend Cowboy Burgers and Barbecue at their new location at 5573 Arlington Avenue in Riverside. Just look them up on the internet. That's Cowboy Burgers and Barbecue. Happy eating! And perfect for the holidays, Cowboy Burgers and Barbecue is also available for catering. That's Cowboy Burgers and Barbecue in Fontana and now in Riverside on Arlington. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be, yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author and Guys Guy Robert Manny, is coming to KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts and shares his insights on building a world where men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men, better world. NBC News Radio, I'm Tammy Trujillo. President Biden is making his first trip to the southern border since taking office. Biden briefly shook hands with Texas Governor Greg Abbott and other officials shortly after Air Force One landed in El Paso, Texas this afternoon. He's expected to spend several hours in the border city before heading on to Mexico City. El Paso's become the epicenter of the border crisis, with the mayor issuing a disaster declaration last month. Today's visit comes as the White House pushes for immigration reform. One Texas Democrat says U.S. immigration infrastructure and policies are outdated. Where I've hit a brick wall is Congress. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, Congresswoman Veronica Escobar called the surge at the southern border a refugee crisis and that the issue has been used as a political prop for too long. She went on to stress the need to come together and solve this once and for all. The Biden administration is sending another round of military assistance to Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre made the announcement on Friday. Today, the United States will demonstrate our continued enduring commitment to Ukraine's ability to defend itself with the announcement of over $3 billion in new military assistance to Ukraine. It includes dozens of Bradley fighting vehicles and other armed personnel carriers. She said the war in Ukraine is at a critical point as Russia continues its invasion. Ukrainian President Zelensky thanked Biden and said the two countries are approaching a common victory. James Cameron's latest blockbuster continues to dominate North American box offices. Avatar, The Way of Water, earned another $45 million in its fourth week of release in the U.S. and Canada. Coming in second is the horror comedy Megan. That made just over $30 million in its debut weekend. Third place goes to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And rounding out the top five are A Man Called Otto, starring Tom Hanks, followed by Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You're listening to The Latest. 